Baptist. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the kingdom of the gospel of God, and he said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Two things he said. Number one, is to repent. And then he said, after you repent, you need to believe the gospel. We've been preaching that. But the Bible says to repent. And believe after you've done repent. When I repent, I turn. Now, I won't preach today because ain't no sense of us coming to church and playing around. And they're walking out the doors and they're doing the same thing we were doing before we came to that church. Come on, Pastor. Amen. Daddy, you're not going to waste your time. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. To repent is to turn. All right, now. Amen, somebody. Amen. I don't understand what's wrong with folks that won't turn. Come on, man. Amen. Tell me I woke up this morning and my man said, No, you know you didn't. <laughs> ain't no sense telling that. Because you're still doing the same thing you're doing. You have not repented. Don't, don't, don't talk about you woke up with your, this morning with your mind stay on Jesus. Because if it was, you would have turned to Jesus. You would have turned to Jesus. Amen. You would have turned away from sin to That the kingdom of God is at hand. Here, uh -huh. like the long-awaited Messiah had come to break the power of sin uh -huh. and begin the personal reign of God here on earth. Yeah. You know, I don't like sin. Uh -huh. That's why I'm a sin preacher, pastor. Amen. Now I am prone to sin because everybody's prone to sin. But I don't like sin. Because I don't want to be under the authority of sin. Because when I was under the authority of sin, sin tried to kill me. Sin had me drinking and driving. Sin had me trying drugs. Sin had me fornicating. Sin had me doing all kind of stuff that I thought I was having fun, so I don't like sin. Me and sin are not friends. But sin just won't leave me alone. Yeah. Am I right, somebody? Everywhere I turn, sin is right there in my face. Amen. I, I just cannot get away from sin. You know what I'm saying? But I got a man named Jesus who got a mother. 
sin. That's one way. So he said that this gospel is at hand. The time was fulfilled. The long awaited Messiah by the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. he's come to break the power Thank you. of sin. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I ain't nobody got no business being in the house of God still under the bondage of the power of sin. Oh, that's right there in our midst. Yeah. 
that tells us that Jesus came to break the power of sin? That Jesus came to give me hope? I go to my God. That Jesus came to build me up? That Jesus came to help me? You know what I'm saying? That Jesus came to encourage me? That Jesus came to free me? That Jesus came to deliver me? And I'm still right there where I was. The devil is alive. You got to tell the devil you are alive. I get mad at the devil. Tired of the devil. You won't change until you get tired of the devil. Now you know somebody. Mark chapter 9, 8. We get to my text. My text is what will you give in exchange for your son? What will you give in exchange for your son? What will you give in exchange for your soul? It's so sad in the generation that we're living in. I mean, it's sad. You got so many folks saying wrong is right. And that right is wrong. That's right. And the devil is so smooth, the Bible says that he's cunning. He got it so smooth that we use the word love in the wrong places. That's right. Come on now. See, one thing about love, love can be in the wrong place. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Marching up and down the street in a parade. If I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. If I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. If I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. If I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. If I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. If I love you, I'm going to tell you the tru
mature generation. I never wanted to be one that's blended in with the crowd. If you're a Christian, he said you are a peculiar people. You're not blending in with everybody. You're sticking out like a sore thumb so folks can see Jesus in you. So folks can see the light of Jesus Christ in you. So folks can say there's something different about that man. I don't know what it is, but if I look at him, there's just something different about him. Amen. I don't want nobody to say he looks just like me. He acts just like me. He talks just like me. He's living just like me. Now I know God 
Mark 8, verse number 34, when he had called the people unto him with his disciples, also he said unto them, notice, when he had called the people unto him with his disciples, the disciples were already there. Put a word beside me. Watch this. See, folks just don't come to church. You see, learners, people, this, this, the disciple. That's also a follower. Go back. So notice, there were two different groups. One was the people, and the other one were those that were with you. What do you mean? Don't you know the Lord calls folks? As many as the Lord our God shall call. When folks come to church, God is calling them. Now we might already be in church classified as his disciples. But before we were in church, we were just like the people. Am I right, somebody? But he called the people he called you a long time ago and placed you in the midst of the disciples. But he had a message. And that message was one of a turning. If you're going to be my disciple, he said. So he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me. Notice it was two groups. It was the people, and it was the disciples that were already with him. But he had a message, and he said, Whosoever. That included everybody, including the disciples that were with him.
but let your will be done. I may not feel like dying for these folks, but I know that if I die, then the power of sin will be destroyed. Amen. And somebody else can come after you. So yeah, I'm willing to do it for the greater good of generational curses. I wonder how many of these folks are under generational curse. Because for generations their parents denied Jesus. Yes, yes. The parents didn't, the, 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 the parents weren't in church and didn't send them to church. My mom went to church one time, but every Sunday morning, get up and get on a Sunday school bus. <laughs> Trade up a child. I might not be going to church, but you going to church. I wonder how many folks right now are under a generational curse. Yeah. Amen, somebody. But can I tell you something about that generational curse? The power of Jesus Christ can break any generational curse. So ain't nobody got no excuse for why if you don't go to church. I got a VA appointment. 
this one, baby? You can tell the devil you had 
death and sin and the strength of sin is all. But now he's first number 57. But thanks be to God.
You don't never miss a room. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me give you a great example. You operating out of a little bit of money. All right, all right. Yeah. Man, I got somebody that owe me some money. I can't even get with them. Can't even get over them. I'm operating a little, little money. God, I don't believe nobody is going to 
about a man persecuted for being Christian. They killed all the seeds. But they still hold on. But this, they, 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 they look at me funny, so I, I don't go to church. Is everybody in church here, Chris? I would be in church with hypocrites than in the world with hypocrites. At least in the church, I got a chance to be saved. Amen, Amen somebody. Go back. Sword, as it is written. For your sake, we are killed all the day long. We are not counted as sheep for the slaughter. That was them, but they still hold on to the feet. But he said it all.
Don't let the devil take it away from you. You start telling the devil you are lying. You start telling the devil God gave this to you. Amen. This belonged to me. How dare you come up into my presence and try to steal what God gave to me. Are you crazy? Y'all know how we talk. Negro, please. Somebody trying to break your heart. How dare you? Come up into my house yeah. and steal? Yeah. Are you crazy? Uh. We got to have that same mentality when it comes to the devil. The devil done gave you the Holy Ghost. And with the Holy Ghost, you got some power. And the devil is trying to take that power that you got. And caused you to bow under his authority. He tempted Jesus in the wilderness, trying to cause Jesus to bow down to him. Because he knew that if Jesus could conquer him, he was going to rise up out the grave with all power. And so he did. You got to be like Jesus. When the devil comes on your way, when he comes banging on your door, you got to give him some words.
sin will work. The word of God cannot be dormant. It cannot be inactive in our life. It must be, Hebrews 4 12, it must be quick yes. and alive. But yes. God's quick and powerful. Oh. It's got to be alive. Yes. For the word of God is quick. Yes. It's alive. Only in him who let it Notice it's already alive, but I just have to allow it to operate in me. When I allow it to operate in me, yes, thank you, Lord. The word of God already has life in it. I don't have to let that's that's what I tell folks. You keep coming like you are. But what about this one? Don't worry about that. Because the word of God is, is alive, it's powerful. Ooh, glory. Before you even got in that condition, the word of God was quick and alive. Hallelujah. It did not just stop when you got in that condition. Hallelujah. It's always been alive. Yes. It's always been powerful. Yes, hallelujah. But I got to let it work in. I repent and I believe as I believe it builds up my faith, builds up my trust in God. It's quick and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. That two-edged sword will cut you this way and cuts that way. Piercing even to the divine asunder of soul. And spirit, brother, they would say, create me clean heart and renew the right in your right spirit. Separate this contrary spirit. I don't want to be And of the joints and marrow, that's everything that's down. I don't, the, the pastor don't want to know what's going on in your life. God knows. The word of God will get down in the joints of all. The joints of all is everything that's hit down. Get it clean. That's, you don't have to worry about nothing. The word of God will get down in there. Those secret things that you ain't told nobody and you know you ain't going to tell nobody about. God's word will get down in there. God knows if you really want to be saved. He knows if I really want him. Or if I just do it without service. It's a discernment. Of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Because every creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open. God sees everything. We used to say, when Saul came out, you can't hide from God. God is a God of truth. God is a God of love. God wants to deliver. The word of God says he's not willing that he should be. That all should come to the 
As I close in the book of Acts 2 and 36. Jesus must be your Lord. Let our husband know so that God may that same Jesus who crucified both the Lord and Christ. You heard this? They were agitated. But notice the intent of the heart. Tell the world. Yeah, thank you, man. 